Hi everyone, welcome to All Things Creative. I'm your host, Linda Riesenberg Fissler, and this is going to be um, just me on the show today. Uh, we're talking about my latest book launch, which is about to happen. Uh, we are about two weeks away from it actually being available on Amazon, and it is the fourth book in the blind series called Cloaked. Uh, I created a book trailer for it, which will be played at the end, but if you want the full experience, you have to go out to my YouTube channel, and while you're out there, you might as well subscribe to that channel as well. Just uh, do a search on YouTube for my name, and you'll be taken right to my spot, or to my little channel, I guess it's called. Um, so check that out uh, while you can, but like I said, the, the audio of it will be played at the end of this little tape. So what's Cloaked about? Well, it's, uh, like I said, the book book four in the series that follows Blind Alliance. Uh, at the end of Blind Alliance, you may recall that Sean and Nicole were posted to Moscow. Um, Sean is an ambassador now, and um, Kent is somewhere in France and I, all this other stuff. But what I wanted to do was read the um, back blurb for Cloaked. So here it is. Moscow, USSR, December 1980. Ambassador Sean Atkins, an undercover MI6 agent, and his partner, Nicole Charbonneau, are hopeful Sean's posting at the United Kingdom's embassy will provide safety from the serpent, an assassin who wants to kill them both. While attending Soviet President Leonid Baranov's New Year's Eve party, Nicole's old nemesis, Ambassador Larry Barker, confronts her displaying the hate he harbors for her. Also attending the party is KGB agent Colonel Dmitry Lasnikov, who recognizes Sean. The history between Sean and Lasnikov, who is a close friend of the Soviet president, gives Sean concern about keeping his cover intact and operating out of the embassy. A trolling mission over the Barents Sea results in a crash of a U.S. Air Force jet and the Soviet Union stranding its two pilots and exposing the top-secret mission. President Robert Jenkins realizes he has a compromised embassy in the Soviet Union, and Ambassador Barker would rather commit treason than help him. Jenkins is forced to call upon his old friends and allies, Sean and Nicole, to rescue the pilots. Lasnikov who is in charge of a highly classified project within the Kremlin, discovers the true objective of his work. Lasnikov decides he opposes what his country is planning to accomplish and approaches Sean with a proposition that involves keeping Sean's identity hidden, providing safe passage home for the U.S. pilots, and could provide Jenkins with a way to end the Cold War without, without firing a shot. Quote, Book four of the Blind series is a suspenseful journey with intricately woven plots, which keeps the reader turning page after page. So that was the book blurb, the book back cover. Always a thrill to write, <laughs> trying to keep it short and everything. Uh, the book cover was also designed by me and I think turned out really, really fantastic. So um, make sure you check that out as well. It should be up on Amazon for pre-order, hopefully this week, um, actually up and available by the end of September for sure, if not within the next couple weeks. So check that out. And now I'm going to leave you with the actual trailer that we made for the book. So enjoy this. 
If you're interested in purchasing the book, go out to lindafissler.com, L-I-N-D-A, F is in Frank, I-S is in Sam, L-E-R.com, and you'll see a buy now button. Um, if you have any problems with that, just drop me an email note. Um, at the, there's a contact page out there that you can do that with. And I uh, hope you guys all enjoy this little trailer that's coming up. Take care. Bye. Let us not seek the Republican answer or the Democratic answer, but the right answer. Let us not seek to fix the blame for the past. Let us accept our own responsibility for the future. John F. Kennedy. Neither Sean nor Nicole slept well their first night in their new home. Sean knew the KGB was capable of unearthing well-hidden information on any individual that interested them, even if MI6 cloaked the identities of their agents. Colonel Dmitry Lasnikov, a former field agent of the KGB, remembered sitting in the room with his fellow Politburo members. We communists, Baranov began his speech, have to become friendly with the capitalists for a while. Our goal is by the middle of the 1980s, we will return to a much more aggressive foreign policy designed to become more powerful than the West. Louise and Larry Barker descended the steps with an air of aristocracy that only the old guard of American political nobility could muster. No hug, my dear. It seems your ex-lover has relegated his enemies to the cold, distant den of the great bear. Lasnikov grinned while he waited for Sean to recover from the shock of seeing him. Lasnikov had crossed paths with Sean only a couple times, but they were memorable times. Lasnikov leaned over to Baranov and whispered something to him. Baranov looked at Lasnikov with a confused but serious expression. Could it be that Lasnikov just informed Baranov about Sean? Sean looked at Nicole. I was thinking last night, it might be better if you took that job in Bobby's administration in Washington. It might be safer. I'm perfectly fine, Jenkins snapped. Now leave me alone. I can only hope that you become sicker than a rabid dog, you little prick. Jenkins recoiled from the vile, all-too-familiar Texan draw on the other end of the phone. What the fuck do you want? Jenkins was in no mood to deal with his nemesis today. Nicole sighed. For the last few weeks, Sean's temperament had changed. You're acting as if I'm not here, so I might as well leave. Nicole closed the bathroom door before Sean could reply. Nicole swallowed. You were never in the crosshairs of the serpent. You didn't experience lying beside him when he sat up in bed, screaming her name and realizing the demon had returned. Don't you dare judge me. Mr. President, I wanted to alert you to a situation that has come across my desk involving the CIA director and Ambassador Barker. The note was not signed. Nicole had to admit that she found his desire for her refreshing and touching in light of her current situation. Her hand found its way to her necklace as she began to toy with the temptation. She quickly remembered the more amorous times between them. She looked down, and then at Jenkins. Hurriedly, the man on the other end of the phone said, February 12th, at noon, chess club. Chess is all about strategy. It's like planning a war. Sean placed his elbows on the table and looked down at his pieces. He spoke quietly. You are putting me in a no-win situation. You have many options. Lasnikov said. 
What the hell happened? Jenkins yelled as he entered the Situation Room. The SR-71 experienced a master warning light. Stewart's eyes bulged at the sight. He was frightened for Nicole's life. Out of the corner of her eye, she could see Stewart disappear down the hallway from which they came. He looked every bit the hideous man that Nicole knew he could be. Tell me where the pilots are, Baker demanded, applying more pressure around her neck. Nicole now started to gasp for air. She knew he would have no problem killing her. He had ordered it before. The hallway was empty. There was no one to intervene. He returned his vicious glare to her. My God, she uttered. Can they be that? Yes, to both questions. Jenkins looked at Thompson. We have to stop these bastards at all costs. The end of the free world will not happen on my watch. Thank you.